0: Hello from ABA Tech Show 2019 in Chicago, Illinois. I'm Lawrence Coletti. I'm Brad Burney. I'm Jeff Richardson. And we're on the road with Legal Talk Network. And we're back. We have a special episode for you today. We're going to keep things running fast. Everybody's feeling the caffeine. There's an excitement in the air. People are getting ready to go get some. I missed lunch, so I'm purely running on caffeine, so I've got the shakes. (laughs) Nice. It's going to be awesome. So I have with me, I have Brett Burney and Jeff Richardson, a couple of great guys. Uh, Brett Burney, of course, uh, he was a, you were chair a couple years ago, right? I was, 2015.
1: How does it feel to be on the other side of that and presenting again? Uh, Relief. Relief? (laughs) (laughs) It's a lot of work to put this thing on, but it's so worth it, especially when you have people coming up and just saying how much it's going to help their practice. And truly, it really is. It sounds corny, but it's just great to be able to Come back and do some presentations as well. That's awesome. That's awesome. And uh, let's get to know
0: uh, you guys uh, in turn. Let's start with Jeff. Now I know you're from uh, New Orleans, which uh, is uh, I affectionately <laughs> love New Orleans. But Me too. Uh, Great tell city. us about yourself. Where do you work? What do you do?
2: Uh, I'm an attorney at Adams and Reese uh, in the New Orleans office. I uh, do all sorts of litigation, mostly representing companies when they're sued in big cases. Uh, big big focus of it is appellate litigation. Probably about 75% of my practice now.
0: Gotcha. And Brett, back to you. I know, uh, in addition to chairing a tech show and uh, <laughs> right. investing a lot of time and making right. people more efficient, where do you work? What do you do?
1: Yeah, a lot of e-discovery consulting. So I have my own company where I do that. But also have a reason I know Jeff so well. Of course, he has iPhoneJD.com. Fantastic blog to follow. And then I also have appsandlaw.com. So I work with a lot of lawyers that have questions about using iPhones and iPads in their practice. And that's going to come in handy right now. So we've got, <laughs> we've got
0: a speed round here. So we wanted to do something fun, lots of energy. So these guys are going to go back and forth. It's going to over to Brett, over to Jeff. And we're going to talk about three things. We're going to talk about tips. So this is uh, tips for iOS. And so the name of your presentation was called Get Your Ninja On Top iOS Tips, Apps, and Gear. And I think so was,
1: I think it was Mobile Ninja. Get your Mobile Ninja. We have to say what kind of a ninja, Lawrence. Oh, OK. <laughs> so Mobile
0: Ninja, I stand corrected. <laughs> And so we're going to talk about three, thin- or three things. We're going to start with tips, and we're going go to apps, and then we're going to go for some fun gear. So uh, these gentlemen are going to do two each in each category, and they're going to rattle them off in a minute or less. And it's just going to be uh, high energy. You guys ready to get started? Let's ready. do it. Does anybody need to stretch? <laughs> no, we're ready. Uh, I haven't been outside in like two days. <laughs> I feel like I probably need to stretch. Need some sunshine. <laughs> yes, I do. I do. All right, we're going to get started here. Uh, we're going to go with the tips, the iOS mobile, Mobile Ninja tips, and we're going to start. Who wants to go first? Jeff, um, you yeah, go. I'll go first. Oh, Jeff. All right, over to you, Jeff.
2: Okay, so you're late for your deposition, your meeting. Somebody else is over there waiting for you, and they're trying to buy time. What do you do? How can your iPhone help you? Well, first of all, if you text or even email that person, and if you type the phrase, I'll be there in, and as soon as you hit the space bar, right above your keyboard, you will see a little indicator of how long it's going to take you to get there. Now, that's assuming that your iPhone knows where you're going from the meeting or because you're doing some searching. Um, a related tip is if you type, I'm at space, the iPhone will actually give you a uh, in Messages with your current location. Just tap Current Location and then your other person will see exactly where you are. But best of all, let them do the work. If you tap in your Messages app on Info at the top, you can then slide over and say, I want to share my current location as I'm moving around with this other person for an hour, for a period of time, whatever, and that way they can let people know he's around the block, I see him coming, let's not start the deposition yet, he'll be here soon.
1: All right, right nice. We are looking at screens all the time. I read stuff all the time on my iPhone, my iPad, pull up a web article, for example, but you know, sometimes you just get tired of looking at the screen, so the iPhone and the iPad can actually speak the selected text. So you can turn this on, you go to settings, you go to general, and then it's under an accessibility and called speech. You turn it on, you can go to like your browser, Safari web browser. You select a paragraph or two paragraphs, and you can tap on the speak button, and it'll just read it off to you. You can do like a male British voice or a female Australian voice. Whatever you select on there, it's great. That way you can just kind of close your eyes and still have it being read to you. Jeff!
2: iPhones are powerful because they are basically little computers. And unfortunately, that means sometimes they will crash. Um, This happened to me a few months ago where my iPhone XS just suddenly would not come on. What do you do? Uh, Well, here's the trick. If you have an iPhone 6S or earlier, hold down the home button and the sleep-wake button for a long time, and it will eventually restart. Um, What if you have a newer iPhone that doesn't have the button, like the iPhone XS? What you do is you press and quickly release the volume up button, and then press and quickly release the volume down button and then hold down the power button on the side. You would never guess that key combination, but now hopefully it's in the back of your head. Volume up a little bit, volume down a little bit, and then hold down power, and eventually the whole thing will restart.
1: Brent, so you are carrying your phone in one hand, you've got something else in your other hand, so you only have your thumb to be able to type. Like you type typing a text message, right? Or you're typing in some kind of a note. Well, sometimes it's hard to reach that thumb all the way over to like you know hit the Q or the A over there. If you go into your keyboard, where you're typing an email message or a text message, at the bottom left there's a little globe icon, tap and hold on that and it gives you the option to kind of shove the keyboard over to the right a little bit. So it's just a little bit easier to reach all of those keys. I don't exactly know what Apple calls this, but it's just available wherever you have a blinking cursor, a text message, or an email message, and it's just easier then to reach everything with your one thumb.
0: All right. I am out of breath. You guys are amazing here. So now we're transitioning to apps. Now, who wants to go first on this one? Go, Jeff. Just let Jeff go.
2: Okay, I'll go first. So, you know, in this age, where we have so many passwords for so many different websites. um, It is impossible to keep track of them all. And in order to be safe, you need to have unique websites for every website, unique passwords for every website. But they all have to be complex because you don't want the hackers to guess them. And no mortal can remember that. So you need a password manager. There's a number of good ones out there. The one that I will recommend Because it is best, I believe, on iOS, is one password. It keeps all your passwords. It's super easy to enter the password thanks to the latest version of the iOS where it's just pressing one or two buttons and you don't have to remember any of those passwords. The app does it for you and that way you know you're safe and secure, plus it's very convenient.
1: All right, Brett, one of my must have software applications on a Mac computer or a Windows computer is Text Expander because we're always typing. Lawyers are typing all the time. You might as well save time while you type, and Text Expander does that. So yeah, I can create a snippet like. O-F-F-A-D-D for office address. All I type is those six characters and it types out my entire physical office address for me without me having to take the time to type all of those individual characters. Once I create those snippets on my Mac or Windows, I can transfer or access them also from my iPhone and my iPad so then I have access to those snippets as well. I don't use it quite as much on my iPhone as I do, but it gives me the ability then that I can pull in a paragraph and just something if I need to paste it into an email or something along those lines. TextExpander.com. Jeff.
2: This may seem, not seem like a cutting-edge recommendation, but Microsoft Word. I know it's been <laughs> around since the 80s, but it was a few years ago here at Tech Show in Chicago when Microsoft announced while we were all here that Microsoft Word would finally be available for the iPad. And now it is a fantastic iPad and iPhone app, not only because you can get work done on your mobile device, but when another attorney shares a file with you, you want to look at it in the true blue Microsoft Word. Better yet, you can do redline edits and share things with them. And finally, let's say one of your colleagues sends you a document and you're going to send it to a Opposing counsel. Well, before you do so, open it up quickly in Microsoft Word. You want to make sure that there's not metadata in there, some you know edits or something like that. You know, comments on the side saying, you know, we're going to offer this much, but we probably could go up to this much. You do not want that to be in there. Okay. Check it in Microsoft Word on your iPhone or iPad first, and you'll be safe.
1: Fantastic, Brett. So when you're getting ready to leave the office, go to a meeting or a trial or a hearing of some kind, you have to figure out what are the documents I need to take with me, right? So when you find those, what do you do? You need to take them with you so you print them all out. Even though they're Microsoft Word digital documents, PDF files, Excel spreadsheets, I work with a lot of lawyers that have iPads, and I say, if it's already digital files, why not take a copy of the digital files with you on your iPad? I call the iPad my digital manila folder because I literally can take all the documents I need with me, and I use an app called PDF Expert. So contrary to the name, it will actually handle other file types other than PDFs, like Microsoft Word documents, can't edit them, like that's why you need Microsoft Word, but you can do images and videos and Excel spreadsheets. PDF Expert, it's $10, and to me is probably one of the best apps to use to be able to carry files, and then you can, you, if you do have PDFs, you can annotate the PDFs, like highlight text or underline text, all kinds of stuff like that, PDF Expert. Great app.
0: All right, last round, we're ready for some gear. So yeah. for all the gearheads out there, Jeff.
2: Okay, so when you're traveling, whether you're in a hotel room or maybe in a meeting in someone else's office, you want to plug in your phone and your iPad, et cetera, to keep them charged. And the problem is, you're lucky if you can find one outlet to plug into. What you need to get is the Anchor PowerPort Speed yeah. PD5, because you can just plug in and you have a nice cord that'll give you some length, and then it's a nice little box that has got a couple of USBs, so you can plug in like USB to lightning cable, and it also includes USB-C, so for the, the, the newest iPad Pro, or a MacBook or something, you can get super fast, there. So with this one little device, you can charge all your things, plus you probably are going to have an extra port or two that you can offer to somebody yeah. else and be very friendly at the same time.
1: Yeah. You know, I just got to say, what's great about that is like you can do an iPhone and an iPad. You don't have to carry different bricks. Like It handles all of And your Apple Watch, them. charge them all at Absolutely. once. It's great. That's awesome. Brett. Okay, so most iPad users like to have an external keyboard to use with it. Not all the time, but in cases that you do need to type something a little bit longer. Uh, I personally like the, uh, what is it, Smart Folio, Jeff? The, mm-hmm. the, the Apple keyboard that comes with it. You can give it with the iPad. But if you really want to take it up a notch, there's a company called Bridge with a Y, not an I, B-R-Y-D-G-E, bridge.com. Uh, usually between $100 and $150, but it makes the iPad almost look like a laptop. Uh, but it's a beautiful keyboard, it's gotten some really high reviews, bridge.com.
2: Back to Jeff. Home automation is one of the coolest areas of home technology, and you can use your smartphone in all sorts of different ways with it. When you're ready to start home automation, or maybe even office autom- automation, um, where's a good place to start? The one that I recommend is a company called Lutron, makes the Caseta, C-A-S-E-T-A, the Cassetta Wireless dimmer. All you need to do is remove the light switch from your wall, which almost anyone can do. Even I can do it, and I'm certainly not an electrician. (laughs) And you replace this. And regular people, even if they don't have a phone, they can still press the buttons on it, and they can use it as a dimmer up and down. But then suddenly, your light switch can be controlled by your phone. And then once you have one, you're going to want to have another one and another one. And next thing you know, your whole house will be automated, have lights turning on automatically as you come in, going off automatically as you leave. But you got to start somewhere, and I would start with the Lutron Cassetta wireless dimmer.
1: Take it home, Brett! So it's 2019. It's too much trouble these days to actually plug a cable into the bottom of your phone to charge it so wireless charging now i know you android phone users you've enjoyed wireless charging for a long time now and apple finally has released with the iphone 10 you can now buy a wireless charger so it has to be Qi compatible that's qi but i think it's pronounced chi qi. qi compatible wire you can find these on amazon almost anywhere now for twelve dollars sixteen dollars and it basically is like a little disc or a hub that sits plugged in, you plug that in, but then you can just set your iPhone on top of that, and it wirelessly charges. Again, other phones have been doing this for a long time, but finally we have it on iPhone 10 and uh, iPhone 10s, You know, of my course. wife
2: has a Honda Odyssey, which she may have too, yeah. and it's got Qi chi- charging. I can just put my it's phone down in the car
1: great. and I automatically charge it. It's really you cool. You don't need to plug in your phone anymore. <laughs> just set it down on a, chi- on a wireless charger.
0: I love that. Actually, that sits on my uh, studio desk. I have one of those wireless nice. chargers for my iPhone. It's fantastic. You're Actually, on board, too, then. Yes, I love <laughs> it. I love it. It's a great way to close it. So thank you, gentlemen, for joining us. Thank you for sharing all of that. And uh, for listeners, they want to follow up. They want some more apps. They want some more tips. They want some more gear. Where can they find it? Let's start with
1: Brett. Yeah, so uh, I mentioned the blog earlier, appsinlaw.com. It's a fun little site that I do. I do video reviews on there and a lot of podcasts. I've had Jeff on as my little podcast as well, but just help understanding a little bit better how lawyers use apps and provide some uh, helpful tips on using some of these apps that they use in their workforce every day. And Jeff? iPhone JD recently
2: celebrated its 10-year anniversary, still going strong. Yeah, iPhoneJD.com, go. ask for it by name. I post, you know, a couple times a week whenever I think about it and uh, with all sorts of tips and apps reviews and uh, advice for getting the most out of an iPhone or iPad in your law practice.
0: Well, we reach the end of the road for today's episode. I want to thank our guests for joining us today. Jeff Brett, thank you so much. Thank you. It was great. Thank you. Also want to thank our listeners for tuning in. If you like what you heard today, please subscribe, rate, and review us in Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, or best yet, your favorite podcasting app. We'll see you next time for another episode of On the Road with Legal Talk Network. If you'd like more information about what you've heard today, please visit LegalTalkNetwork.com.